Welcome back, listener. Thank you for joining me once again. Today's podcast is actually titled Single and Hot. Now, before you get super excited, I don't mean hot like in your looks (laughs) or your character. I mean humble, open, and transparent. I actually chose this title, Single and Hot, because one of the pastors that I have been following for a while, his name is Pastor Michael Todd. I don't know if you've heard of him. But I love and adore him because he brings the word in such a refreshing way, but in a way that I can understand. Um, I grew up my entire life in church and I have parents who were very much involved in church. My mom was a pastor, an evangelist, a prophetess. My dad was a deacon. So I grew up in and out of church. Like that's practically where I lived. It was my second home. And Pastor Michael Todd, for some reason, brings scripture in a way that it just clicks, like it makes absolute sense to me when he preaches. And one of the things that resonated with me was that he said he is striving to have a church that is hot, humble, open, and transparent, because that's how he wants them to live their life with Christ and just their everyday life, being open and transparent about everything. And one of the things I have really struggled with in my singleness is being humble, open, and transparent because sometimes I let pride get in the way, especially sometimes when I need help with things, it's hard for me to ask without ask for help. Like, I don't know why. I just, it's hard to swallow my pride and just say, hey, I need help. I need groceries. I need this because I'm doing the best that I can as a single woman who's getting a working a job that doesn't pay well. You know, that was one of my biggest struggles earlier on in my singleness, but just being able to not just be humble and open and transparent with other people, but with God, that was my biggest, biggest struggle, which makes no sense because God knows everything. He knows everything I'm thinking, what I'm going to say before I even say, what I'm going to do tomorrow before I even know what I'm going to do. And yet it was hard for me to be humble and open and transparent with him because I don't know, that pride thing again, (laughs) I guess. I was too prideful to admit to God when I needed help, when I needed his guidance, when I needed anything really. And I was allowing that pride to keep me from asking friends for help or just even asking friends for prayer. Something as simple as prayer, you think I would be able to reach out and ask someone for. So I don't know what it is you're going through or dealing with in your singleness where you're not as open and as transparent as you would like to be. Maybe you're afraid to admit that you are struggling with needing help financially. Maybe you're a single mom and you're afraid to reach out and ask help for groceries or for clothes for your kids, or, you know, you're just struggling to find the strength to ask anyone to do anything for you. You know, growing up, you were always told as a woman that you need to be independent. You don't need no man. (laughs) You don't need to ask anyone for help. Be independent. You know, go get that money on your own. Go do this on your own. So when you are older, breaking out of that mentality of being an independent woman, I mean, they even made songs about an independent woman. And it's hard to live in this day in a society where 
women are seen as strong and independent and they don't need no one and no man and no help. That's not true. (laughs) We women can be strong. We can be independent and still need help. There is nothing wrong with asking for help. There is nothing wrong in saying I need prayer. There's nothing wrong in saying I just don't have enough this month for this bill or enough for my rent this month. I don't have enough to get this medication. My car is broken down. I don't have money for a Lyft or Uber. I need a ride somewhere. There is nothing wrong with asking for help. And yes, you may not need a man and you may be very content in your singleness, but there is seriously nothing wrong with asking for help. And if a guy does offer you help, like if you're walking somewhere and you need help, don't let your pride get in the way and say, I don't need your help. I don't need you to take me anywhere. Accept help. There's nothing wrong with accepting help. And I want you to get to a place, especially with God in your singleness, where you can say, God, I am struggling with my self-esteem. I am struggling with my negative thoughts. I am struggling with depression. I am struggling with jealousy. I'm tired of seeing people younger than me get married or have kids. I'm tired of seeing people do better than me financially when I work really hard. I am struggling with my attitude. I'm struggling with profanity. Maybe you're struggling with pornography. Say, God, I am struggling and I need you to help me. However uncomfortable it may be, you have to be willing to be open and honest with God because he knows you better than anybody in this world ever will. He made you. He knows the exact number of hair on your head. He knows what makes you smile, what makes you laugh. He knows your pet peeves. He knows you more than you know yourself. So if there is something that is bothering you, do not be afraid to be honest and open with God and say, God, this is how I feel. I am really needing your strength to get through this. That coworker that gets on my nerves, I need you to help me with her. You know, I find it really funny how a lot of people assume Christians are so uber religious that we can't just go to God, our father, and talk to him anyway. Now, don't get me wrong. I am very reverential in my prayers with God, but 90 I would say 95% of the time, it's just me talking to God like I'm talking to you or a friend. I just have a, a really normal conversation with him. You know, God, today, that girl really got on my nerves. I tried really hard <laughs> to refrain myself from saying anything. And I had to remind myself that I know Jesus. Like, I am so real and open with God that it's not even funny. And some days I wonder if he sits on his throne laughing at me when I pray because I just be like really straight up honest (laughs) and I'm just very transparent with him and the way I come to him and talk to him and it's real and raw and authentic. And that's just me. And he knows who I am. He knows that I was going to be that way before I was born and he expected that from me and loves me anyways. So what makes you think you can't go to him and talk to him just as a friend and be honest and open with him and just say, God, it is really tough being single. I am 
some days really over it. I am tired of waiting for my Boaz. I'm tired of waiting for this husband you have for me. I'm tired, God. You can absolutely be honest and open with him, but be humble about it. Because remember, he is your father, but he's also the king of kings. So you still have to go with him with some form of respect and fear and reverence because he is a king, although he is your loving heavenly father and wants his princess to be happy and cared for. But just be honest with him. There is no reason that you cannot be honest with him and just say, God, I need to be open with you about this. This is bothering me. This hurts. Taking my mom or my dad from me, that really hurt. Taking my sister, my brother, my friend from me, God, that hurt. I cannot believe you allowed this to happen. Why is this happening? Whatever it is, whatever, if it's a job, if it's you know, the fact that he took away your comfort by making you move to a whole new place that you just have no idea why you're there. It doesn't make sense to you. He took you out of your church. He took you out of your job, your school, whatever it is that is going on in your life. Do not be afraid to be humble, open, and transparent about it because that's how God wants you as his daughter to come before him and just say, God, this sucks. <laughs> this really sucks, God. I don't get it. I don't understand, but I trust you and I love you and I'm going to give you everything. But you have to be okay with being you. I will never be you and you will never be me. We all have different personalities. God made us each unique and special and made specially for him. So do not compare yourself to anyone. You may have a friend that you love and adore that sometimes you feel like that girl got it all together and you don't understand why. You feel like not a single hair of hers is ever out of place. She never seems to worry. She never seems to have bad things happening to her. She's always good with her finances, whatever it may be. Never be jealous of anyone around you. And if it really does bother you, do not talk about her. Do not gossip. Do not slander her. Do not say anything horrible about her or anyone else. You take it to God and be like, God, I don't get it. Why is everything always going good for her? But you know what, God, forgive my jealousy. Help me. Strengthen me. Show me what it is I need to work on and show me why it is you have me going through this. You got to be real with him because God cares about you more than anything else in the world. He made you to have a relationship with him. You are his for a reason. And God allowed you to be here in this world because he specifically said, I have a purpose for you. I chose you to be my daughter and my friend because I love you and I know you and I know that you are going to do great things for me. But I also know that you're going to go through tough times. And you have to be able to go to God and say, God, I just need your help. I need your guidance. So in this time and season of singleness, learn to be humble, open, and transparent. Be as honest as possible with God. Let him in. Don't shut him out. Don't sit there and cry or go to 
get depressed and bury your sorrows in ice cream or Oreos or whatever else it is you love. Don't put yourself away. I need you to be completely open with God during the season of singleness. Allow him to show you his purpose. Allow him to show you why you're going through this season of singleness. No, you're not Paul. I know so many women <laughs> cry to me and is like, I feel like I'm Paul. Like God just wants me to stay single and never find a mate. That's not true. First of all, being Christian means you have free will, right? God gave us all the freedom of free will. We chose to be Christians. We chose to accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. We chose to love and honor God as our Father. You may not have chosen specifically to be single, but God gives you the choice to say whether or not you want to stay single and follow him and be celibate like Paul, or you can be single and enjoy this time of singleness with God as you grow closer to him and choose to abstain from sex while you wait for your mate. But it is all a choice. Everything we do in life is a choice because God gave us free will. And just to be clear, a lot of Christian women like to run around and say, I'm celibate, I'm celibate. No, let's just be perfectly clear. There's a difference between being celibate and abstaining till you're married. So if you truly want to be like Paul, being celibate means you are not having sex, but you're also, you don't ever plan on getting married. You don't see yourself getting married. So basically people would call that a nun, right? I'm just kidding. Um, you're not a nun, but being celibate means you have no intentions of having sex, nor do you have any intentions of ever getting married. That is Paul. If you want to get married or you desire marriage, you are abstaining. And that means I do not want to have sex until I'm married because that is how God said it's supposed to be. There's a difference. So the next time you think about that and you're like, I'm celibate, just remember, celibate is Paul. No marriage, no sex. You are abstaining and you're allowing yourself to be filled with God in this season of singleness. And if there are things you are struggling with, this is your chance to say, God, I'm going to take this time to be open and transparent with you and let you know I am struggling with these things. Help me through it. Because being single is not easy. And anyone that tells you it is, is lying. Paul may have made being single look easy. And I truly admire Paul. I do. I adore Paul and his story and just how passionate he was for God when he came to Christ. But if we're being honest, not everyone gets it that way. Not everyone just flows the way Paul does and just a thousand percent commit to God. And it's just like, I have no struggles. And even self, if you really read the New Testament and Paul, there are times where Paul talks about his struggle and says, God, the things that I don't want to do, I do. Um, he was human too. You know, he was weak. He had his moments where he struggled. No one is perfect. And you're not going to be perfect, especially in this time of singleness. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. You're going to watch things you shouldn't. You're going to say things you shouldn't. You're going to think a lot of things you shouldn't. So 
take this time to really just find the opportunity to be honest and open with God and just humble yourself before him and just say, God, I need to be transparent with you. I need to be open with you because these are the things that bother me. And you can go through if you need to list X, Y, Z, God, this is what I need help with. And I'm coming before you humble as your daughter in need. And I just need you to help me through this season of singleness. It is going to be okay, sister. It is. You're going to get through this. God has a plan for you. He knows what he's doing. And he's allowing this for his purpose and his good. Okay. God, I just thank you so much for this sister. I thank you for her life. I thank you for her existence. I thank you, God, that you created her because I know that you don't make mistakes. And her being here is not by accident, chance, or coincidence. Her parents didn't just accidentally made her. You intentionally made her because you have a purpose for her. Remind her daily that she is loved, that she is here for a purpose, and that she is special to you. Whatever lies the enemy has been feeding her these years, God, I pray that you replace it with your truth daily. Remind her that she is chosen, that she is blessed, that she's anointed, that she is special, that she is beautiful. She is fearfully and wonderfully made. God, you do not make mistakes. She is not a mistake. I thank you for her. And I pray that you bless her, that you will transform her life in such a mighty way. Remove those areas of her life where she's struggling, where she feels hurt, she feels pain, she feels worry and doubt and low self-esteem or discouragement, God. Remove those and fill her, God, with your love, your peace, your joy, your hope, your strength. Restore her. Remind her of who she is in you and help her, God, to be humble, open, and transparent with you, to come before you with a humble heart and be willing and open to share her heart with you, but also open to receive what you have to say back to her. Thank you for her. I pray that you bless her and that you keep her and just guide her as she goes about her day. In your son's precious and most holy name, I pray. Amen. Thank you. Have a blessed day.